The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. I have an exciting episode, at least it feels exciting to me. I have had so many of my Missing Link members and social media followers asking me recently, for an update on my wedding. If you're new here, you may not know this, but I am getting married this coming September, September 24th, 2022. And I'm super excited. The last time I gave you guys an update, it was, oh my gosh, it was September. I believe the beginning of September when I launched this podcast. So a lot has changed since then. We are just about five months out now. So I just wanted to give you guys a recap and hope that you find this episode as exciting as I do. So if you are interested in getting an update on all things wedding, location, food, dress, engagement photos, party favors, all of it, then keep listening. But let's actually first start with the fact that we are currently living in what people are calling a wedding boom. And what this means is that there are just so many weddings right now. When COVID first hit, a ton of brides and grooms had to move their weddings one year out. And then COVID was still here. So they had to move their weddings again one year out. So that left 2022 being a huge year for weddings and 2023 as well. I remember when my fiance and I were first looking at locations, different venues for our wedding, we were looking in July, I think it was, and everything for 2022 was booked except for a few Sundays and a lot of Fridays and Saturdays were already booked in 2023. And that was in July of 2021. So the reason I mention that is because several of the things that we are running into are based on availability and just lack of availability. So we've run into I wouldn't even say glitches, but you know, we've had to work around some of these plans. So if you didn't listen to the very first episode on my wedding, also, I keep saying my wedding. I feel like I should say our wedding (laughs) on our wedding. I had updated you guys that my fiance and I looked at several different venues, I think maybe five or so. And ultimately we decided to have our wedding at my parents' house. And it's actually going to be a little bit of a traveling wedding. Assuming the weather is nice, the idea is that the ceremony is going to be in the front yard looking towards the porch. My parents have a beautiful porch. And so my fiance and I and our wedding party will be up on the porch and everyone will be looking at us there. Then from the ceremony, 
we're going to walk over to my parents' malt house. So my dad is a maltster, which basically means he makes malt, which is one of the main ingredients in beer, and he sells it to breweries. So he has a malt house where he makes the malt. So we're going to walk over there, and that's where the cocktail hour is going to be. And my fiance and I are thinking that we're going to do a first look. I've kind of been hemming and hawing about this because if you do a first look, then you get to see each other and your photographer can capture that moment of you guys one-on-one without everyone staring. I honestly do not like being the center of attention. And so this whole wedding day is giving me a little bit of anxiety, just thinking about being the center of attention. So the first look could be an opportunity for us to get that out of the way with just the two of us, see each other for the first time without everyone around. But at the same time, I don't want to lose any of that magical moment of walking down the aisle and seeing each other there for the first time. So I'm still going back and forth. I am leaning more towards a first look though, mostly because it would also allow us to enjoy the cocktail hour. I'm in the mindset where I actually want to enjoy all the things that I am bringing for our guests because it's going to be a really fun time. We're choosing great foods and great music and I want to be there for it. I don't want to be off taking pictures. So I'm thinking we're going to do a first look, then the ceremony, and then we walk over to the malt house where the cocktail hour will be. And we have a string quartet that will be playing both for the ceremony and for the cocktail hour. And then the actual reception is going to be at my parents' barn, which is right across the way from the malt house. So it's it's all pretty close. I don't know in your minds, if you're picturing this really long walk, it's not that long of a walk, but there is a different location for the ceremony cocktail hour and then the reception. So the reception is going to be in the barn. And one thing about hosting your own venue, and this is something I never thought I would do. So I just never really thought about it, but it is so much more work. Oh my gosh. So because it's our venue, we need to come up with the tables the chairs, the chairs for the ceremony versus the chairs for the reception, the cocktail tables, the lighting, like all these things that you normally don't have to think about when you're having your wedding somewhere else at a different venue. And it's just already set up for you. We now need to think about. So that's definitely been a little bit of a stressor, especially because again, we're in this wedding boom. So a lot of places have already rented out their tables and their chairs, at least in the quantity that we would need. We did find a company that is able to rent us tables and chairs. Thank goodness, because you can't do much. If you don't have tables and chairs, you can't sit down and eat dinner or take a break from dancing. We did find a company for that, which was very reassuring. And We had a similar issue finding a restaurant to cater the wedding. Again, with this wedding boom, there's such few restaurants who cater for weddings that are available, but I feel so lucky. I can't even tell you. I think we've contacted maybe 10 to 15 restaurants that cater and only one of them said that they were free for our day. So my fiance and I brought a few of our family members and we went to taste the food and oh my gosh, I feel so lucky. It was so delicious. I cannot wait for our food. 
the thing that I'm most excited for, and I know this isn't healthy. I know I'm a doctor of physical therapy and I am not suggesting that you try this, but the thing I'm most excited for are the three different variations that they have of macaroni and cheese. Oh my gosh. It was just so delicious. I think the one I'm most excited for is the red pepper mac and cheese, which I'm not actually not a big fan of red pepper, but it was just so flavorful and everything that we tried at our tasting was so flavorful. The veggies have never tasted better. They had amazing cornbread glazed chicken. It actually kind of sounds now that I think about it, like a Southern meal, which is funny because we don't really have a Southern theme, but oh my gosh. I feel like I'm salivating just thinking about the food. (laughs) So we did get our food booked, which was such a relief. And we're so excited to give that food to our guests. And around the same time is when I got my wedding dress. I have never been the person to think about my wedding when I was younger or have an idea of what I wanted it to look like or what I wanted my dress to look like, which in some cases is making some of this really easy because I don't have an, I'm just going with what I like, but in other cases, it makes it challenging because there's so many options out there. How the heck are you supposed to choose? There's so many options. I went to look for wedding dresses and I brought along with me, my two sisters, my mom and my, one of my bridesmaids who is local. And then I also brought my future mother-in-law, my fiance's aunt and my future sister-in-law. So it was a little group of us, which is really fun. And I think I tried on about nine dresses or so. And again, it was pretty tricky because I didn't really have a vision of what I wanted. And I don't know, I've just never put too much emphasis on what I'm wearing. So anyways, I tried on these nine dresses and at the end of our time there, we were there for like an hour and a half. I had chosen one. It's just so pretty. Of course, I'm not going to give you any details about the dress now, but honestly, I'm so thankful that I found one that I liked because just one and done, I didn't really want to go around to a bunch of different shops and try on a million dresses. I will say that my twin sister who got married in 2017 tried on 57 dresses. She had such a hard time finding a dress that she wanted to wear for the big day. We went to so many different shops, tried on so many dresses, and she tried on 57 before she actually found the one that she wanted. So I think maybe I had a little PTSD from that, and I just wanted to pick one that I liked, and that was going to be that. So I got my dress and that was all actually all the way back at the very end of September. So I just picked my dress up last week. So it took seven months for my dress to come in. I don't know why it takes that long, but regardless, now I have my dress at this point. One of the things I am most excited for are the party favors. So my fiance and I, as much as possible, are trying to choose local vendors. That's something that's really important to us. and. I put out a poll on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, and I think even YouTube. And I just asked what other people did for their party favors because we wanted it to be local, but also unique. I'm not a huge fan of party favors that will just cause clutter in your home. And so I wanted it to be something that people can use. So one thing that stuck out to me from people chiming in with what they did for party favors was maple syrup. So I reached out to one of my friends who actually has a maple syrup company 
And I asked her like, Hey, what would this look like? So long story short, our party favors are these super cute glass jars that look like a maple leaf and they have maple syrup in them. And we're going to tie a bow around the top. That is a moss green color. That's the color of the dresses that the bridesmaids are going to have. So it's going to match that. And it's just so cute. I love that. It's a local gift. I love that people can use it. Maple syrup, especially local maple syrup is just so delicious. And if they want to keep the glass jar afterwards, it's actually really cute. And I feel like you could put flowers in it and use it as a mini vase. So I am super excited for everyone to see those party favors. Now, there are a few unique things that I feel are really special that we're going to be having at our wedding. So I'm trying to think of which order I want to share these with you. And the first thing that is going to be really unique are the invites. I am so excited for these invites. My mom was able to find a local watercolorist and my mom gave her a picture of the barn that we're going to be married. And it's this beautiful Wells barn. I don't know if you guys know much about barns, but Wells barns are super gorgeous. They're one of a kind and we have one on my parents' land. So my mom gave a picture of this barn to the watercolorist and the watercolorist drew up this photo, this picture of the Wells barn, and it is just astonishing. And so our invitations are going to be on cotton paper. It almost looks a little like papyrus and the edges are going to be a little frayed with this beautiful watercolor painting of the barn. It just, it's so beautiful. And then when you open the envelope, there's going to be wooden panels as if you're looking inside the barn on the underside of the envelope. So just the whole experience of opening the envelope is going to be so magical. Another unique thing that we're doing for our wedding is my dad is partnering with a local brewery and they are making a beer specifically for our wedding day, which is really exciting. As I mentioned, my dad makes malt and that's one of the key ingredients in beer. So we gave him a few things that we like about beer, low ABV, citrusy, hazy IPA. And he's working with the local brewery to create something unique just for us. Now we do need to come up with a name for it. And this is one place we're struggling. We have two dogs. My dog's name is Finn and his dog's name is Stanley. So we were thinking of combining their names and it could be Finley, but there's probably lots of other options. We just haven't been able to think of one just yet, but I'm super excited for that. That's going to be a really unique feature. And lastly, at least for now, we have one last unique thing, and it's going to be a handmade champagne wall. This is something I think that is newer. I, I personally have not been to a wedding that had had one of these. So I'm excited to have one at ours. So when you walk up to the ceremony, there's going to be a wall that holds a bunch of different glasses of champagne. And so the idea is you walk up to the wall, you take a glass of champagne, you go find your seat at the ceremony and wait for everything to get started. Now, this is another area where there are such few champagne walls that you can rent. So I was sharing this vision with my parents on how I thought this champagne wall would just be such a great way to greet our guests that are coming to the wedding. 
but because there's lots of weddings going on, it was really hard to find a spot where they would rent one to you. They were all out of stock. So my dad, who is amazing at making things and creating things, said that he would make one for us. I believe it's going to be made out of barn wood to go with the theme of the wedding. And he's going to make it for us. And we already purchased the champagne glasses that will go on top. So that's something I'm really, really excited to see how it turns out. I just, I want our guests to feel like this is a nice event that they haven't been to before. There's so many weddings that people go to. So I'm trying to find small little things that can set ours apart. As far as getting ready goes, myself and the bridesmaids will be getting ready at my parents' house. It's just beautiful and spacious, and it's going to be great for photos, great for getting ready in a fun environment. So I have found someone that is going to come to my parents' house to do our hair, but I have yet to find a makeup artist. Again, with the wedding boom, everyone that I've reached out to is not available. So I'm kind of keeping my fingers crossed that someone will come up and it'll all work out. But there's a few other things too that we haven't done yet. So what's next on my list is figuring out lighting for the barn because the barn is a working barn. It's a barn that my dad has some of his malting equipment in. So most of that's going to have to get moved out. And there's just not a whole lot of light in barns, especially if it's not normally an event barn. So we need to find lighting. The ideas in our minds is that there will be a bunch of bistro lighting in the barn, which I think would look absolutely spectacular, but we don't have it yet. So I have to find something to brighten up the space for the barn. And other than that, we are going to need to make signs for parking, basically letting people know, hey, here's where you park, and then here's where to walk to get to the ceremony. So we'll have several signs throughout the property. And at this point, I'm planning on making those signs. I love being crafty. And my fiance got me a cricket machine for Christmas. C-R-I-C-U-T, Cricut machine. And this is a machine where you can cut different designs out of different materials, cardstock, vinyl, etc. So I can make my own vinyl signs. So that's the plan right now. I'm hoping it won't be too overwhelming, but I'm thinking of making the parking signs as well as directional signs telling people where to go and signs for the table, like table one, table two. So we'll see how that goes. I have not started that yet, but I have high hopes for that. Lastly, our registry. We have a very short list of things that we want. So we really need to start brainstorming as to what other things we want and, and get creative and put that up on our website. So we're, we're slacking a little on the registry. I've been told that I should have already had that up by now. So that should probably be the next thing we focus heavily on. I am going to be having two different showers. One shower my parents are throwing for me. And then my fiance's parents are throwing a different shower for me. So I'm really excited. My, my first wedding event is going to be my wedding shower that my fiance's parents are throwing for me in the beginning of June. And we'll see how it goes. I'm really excited for it. It's going to be great. But again, I do not like being the center of attention. So I feel like my stomach is going to be in knots, but if anything, it's going to be great practice for the big day. 
that is my update so far. I am so excited. I'm so grateful for you guys reaching out and congratulating me and asking me for updates. It's been so fun going through the plans again and just sharing all of that with you. So thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm so fortunate and excited that you guys get to be on this journey with me. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.